guys, welcome back to the Bible Truth Podcast. I am sorry we haven't been here in a little bit. Um, but like I said, we're going to start this whole pattern of, you know, talking about a particular topic and then having someone come on the podcast um, and you guys listening to that discussion on whatever it is to talk about the week before. So we started a series on identity and we basically wanted to see how identity relates to different situations and circumstances and how it should influence those things. Um, so the first one we talked about is identity as regards to sin and temptation. So today we have a guest on the podcast. His name is Eche. And we are going to have a conversation about identity as regards to sin and temptation. But before we begin, please introduce yourself to us. Hi, hello everyone, good evening. Um, like IT has just called me, my name is Eche, and um, I'm a pastor and I'm a career person as well. I'm into IT as information technology, um, and I'm a psychologist as well, I will help with self-discovery and all things like that. I'm very excited to be here today, it's a privilege. Thank you IT for having me here. Thank you awesome. guys. Thank you very much. So, um, first question is, what is your, what are your thoughts on identity? This is a subject that seems to be coming up more and more in recent times. Um, a very popular one is identity crisis, right? And uh, this is something I feel like the church is going to talk about more and more in recent times. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Is there anything unique about identity as Christians? Um, yeah, just generally, what are your thoughts on it? Oh, wow. Um, what an interesting topic and a life-changing one, too, if I would add. Um, my thoughts on identity basically is, um, you know, identity simply means who you are, right? Mm-hmm. So the thought I would have about it is this is the most essential thing anybody needs to know, who they are. Unfortunately, like you rightly mentioned, identity crisis is what a lot of people suffer from. I call it suffering because if you don't know who you are, you are as good as, you're messed up, really. you messed up. You leave anyhow, you go to wherever you want to go to, you do whatever you want to do. You find and derive satisfaction in doing things that are contrary to who you are. So if I would use another word, you belittle yourself, you live below the standard. You know, my thoughts are that by the grace of God, after this podcast or as we go on with it, it would help shed some light in these gray areas and you know help us be better versions of our true selves. True selves in emphasis. So that's it. Mm, okay. So um as just to expand on that a little more. As believers, what what really is the basis of our identity? What really, because if, for example, we just say things like, oh, this is my true self or whatever, every, that can be subjective. It can be relative to the person talking, right? But as believers, we should or we have like a general, we, we have like a general opinion or a general basis of our identity. What is that? Can you explain that to us? Oh, simple. First of all, let's let's answer it in plain terms. Our identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. As believers, our identity is in Christ. 
you know, um, then I would explain, right? Um, because we have translated from the kingdom of darkness, you know, the kingdom of the unbelievers and all the things, and then translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Like I'm quoting a scripture now, I think it's in Colossians, all right? We have our, the Bible says that he's our source and then he's our sustainer. He's at the center of everything that we now do. It means that our life, our actions, our habits, the way we talk, the way we act, the way we do our things should stem from the life of Christ. Mm. We find ourselves now in him. You know, an illustration for us to understand better is that you migrate to a new country and then you become a citizen of that country. What it means is that the laws of that country now apply to you as well. Is that correct? Uh, mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. benefits of citizens of that country also applies to you, right? Yeah. So if the laws apply to you, which means that there are certain things that you shouldn't do because I am an American, for instance, right? It also means that as an American, I have these benefits that just comes with being an American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So as believers, our identity comes from Christ. As a matter of fact, in the entire Bible, right, huh? the, yeah. the, 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 the phrase in Christ was mentioned 140 times. Wow. Mm. That's emphatic. Mm-hmm. That's emphatic. That's truly emphatic. It means that if it's mentioned in that, um, that number of times, it's something for us to go back to, to try and find out, oh, why really is it mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in 35 of those times as well, God was trying to explain to us and then to show us exactly. Say, hey guys, here is who you are. Here is what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Here is how you're supposed to live your life. So that's it. As believers, our identity stems from Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like the fact that you you said it's mentioned like 140 times, you know. Because, I mean, one of the things we're learning is to emphasize or major on what God majors on, on the minor on what he minors on, you know. And if Absolutely. if something like that is mentioned so many times in the Bible, it definitely should be something we pay attention to. You know. So just in case you're wondering why this is something that we're talking about a lot, um, it's because it's something that's important to God. You know, it's something that he wants us to know and to be well aware of every single time. You know, yeah. So, um, going further into identity as regards sin and temptation. So, these two are not often in the same uh, conversation. We usually don't talk about them in, in the same references, you know. But there, there should be a connection between them. So, what, what do you think is the connection between identity and how we deal with sin and how we deal with temptation? Okay. Um, <clears throat> Basically, is 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 quite clear, right? Temptation mm-hmm. is um, if you are tempted, you haven't committed any sin, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you commit a sin, then you have committed a sin. You've done the wrong stuff. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to try to dissect them in those two areas: temptations, and then how your identity should help you withstand temptations and overcome them. All right. Jesus understood who he was by scriptures. Mm-hmm. All right. So by saying that, guys, watch. It means that if you want to find out more about yourself, I just want to chip that in before I continue. You should 
take hold on the manual that wrote about you, that has directed, that has directions about who you are and mm-hmm. how you should actually be. All right. <clears throat> so Jesus took time to find out his identity. Yeah. Okay. So that when he fasted, remember, he said he was led. So when he was led to the wilderness, he came back, he was hungry, and then he was tempted by the devil as a result of the hunger. Another point. Another point, temptations will always come as a result of something that you desire. It will mm-hmm. not be temptation if it wasn't appealing. Yeah, it will not be temptation true. if it wasn't something that you really want to do. You mm-hmm. hear what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes. So now, Jesus had to find out about his identity through the word of God. Yeah. And then when the enemy came and said, oh, you're hungry. Why don't you turn this stone into bread? Ordinarily, one would think that it, it's normal. He's hungry and yeah. has part of those things and blah, blah, blah. Why did he just do it? You know, but he knew something else. Mm-hmm. He knew something superior. He knew that temptations do not come to increase you. Temptations come to demean you. Temptations are not supposed to make you stronger. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to kill you. Meanwhile, the second part of it is that he understood that coming above those temptations give you gives you this, this this strength to surmount even future ones. Mm-hmm. So he said to the devil, Have you not known it is written, mm-hmm. man shall not live by bread alone. Mm-hmm. Alright? So yes, your identity in Christ reminds you that temptations come to sort of sort of mess with your flow, mess with your spiritual life, with your you know journey as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And so your response always stem from the fact that hey guys it is written mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right and then you live above those things so coming down to sin as well the bible records that the righteous man falls seven times and rises seven times mm-hmm. so being a christian or not a christian doesn't change the fact that hey, as long as you're in the world you're going to have temptations and because you're going to have temptations the possibilities of falling and mm-hmm. falling to those things exist yeah all right now, it is very important to know what I'm about to say now. Okay? Um, in First Peter chapter 9, right? Chapter 1. Mm-hmm. Okay? In First Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. Forgive me. Alright? It shows you who you are. Yeah. Not shell. It summarizes your identity. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm addressing it now as a concerns thing. And so, one of the major points in that scripture says that I am chosen. Okay, mm-hmm. I am totally forgiving another point. So, I'm trying to say that when you find yourself in a place where you have now given heed to the temptation and you have fallen, mm-hmm. what do you do? I know that, hey, I am totally forgiven by my father. I am eternally loved by him. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. one scripture says that the servant is guilty only to the master. Mm-hmm. Now, because I understand my place who I am, I simply go back in repentance and say, Lord, I am sorry for this thing. Mm -hmm. I am sorry that and that and that and that. And then I change from it. Okay? Mm -hmm. My identity simply helps me overcome even the power of sin. Yeah. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to explain. But because of them, we will just, you know, just move on to the next thing. But Mm -hmm. I hope that Mm -hmm. we've been able to clarify that. Yeah. I mean, um, I really like the way you um, explain that, you know, understanding, and it's it's really instructive how our first 
seeing how Jesus Christ handled temptation is a great representation of how we should handle temptations. You know, yes, and and yes. it's it's very instructive that his response to that temptation was based on the word, and this is God Himself, right? And He mm. responded to the enemy based on the word. It tells you how powerful the word is, and how if we can really um, imbibe the word and make the word our vocab verbally and internally, you know. So I like becomes, that. I like that. Uh, make the word our vocab. You know, and it becomes our response. You know, so even if let's assume your the random example, let's assume maybe you're scrolling through IG and you see some pictures or videos that you are not supposed to be looking at. Yourself, you know. And maybe you're in a yeah, public yeah. place, so you cannot verbally say one thing or one thing. Within you, because you have the word, you can, it's it's like, it just comes up, and it's easy to scroll through those things, easy to close down the app, close your phone, decide to pick up a book and read, decide to talk to somebody, you know. But if you don't have that, if, if you don't have those tools there when you need them, then it's, it's, it's like you have been given a treasure, and you don't use the treasure. And you are there suffering, yeah. suffering. That's literally how it is, you know. And the reason it's 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 very interesting that you know you know that you have the word. God knew that you're going to have temptations, and so He has given you the arsenals you need. He has given you the tools you need. You know? So just like He um, actually just described, you know, the importance of of using the word, just as Jesus Christ used the word. And another thing, um, you also emphasize is that knowing that you are eternally loved. You know, that's something because of our experiences with uh, sometimes our earthly parents or people we meet here on earth, we feel like God is fickle, like He's unstable. I love you today because you're like this, I love you tomorrow. You know, you are eternally loved, you know, and that's alone is is a huge identity booster. (laughs) Yes, 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 you're correct. You're Mm -hmm. right. It really is, you know, you are eternally loved, and I I hope you remember that even after this podcast that you are eternally loved. So even when you fall, you can still get back up again. You know, you don't have to stay in that fallen place. Yeah, and um, yeah, yes, I'm listening. A little bit. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you short. No, it's fine. I didn't want to lose this one. You just, you just came to me now, right? You know. Um, as it concerns temptations, right? Mm-hmm. Some of these times, I'm going to give some real examples, okay? So, take for instance, there is this really, really good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perhaps listening to us right now, or a very, very beautiful lady. One of the temptations that you are sure is going to come his way or her way is that the opposite set, immoral stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, how does your identity help you deal with those? Okay. If you know, part of your identity says that everything that I am, right, mm-hmm. owns it. so I am a steward mm-hmm. of everything that I have been given, including my beauty. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are a steward, what you ought to do is to manage somebody else's property. Mm-hmm. Now, your beauty and your giftings and your intellectual capabilities and all those things that the enemy is going to tempt you with understand simply that the guy is going to come and say um, the girl is probably going to get seduced or the boy is going to get seduced but you know that these things that I have mm-hmm. they are not mine 
and there is something I'm supposed to accomplish with them mm -hmm. for the one who gave them to me. Mm -hmm. It sets you apart automatically. Yeah. I just wanted to drop that mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Very true. So you don't just behave anyhow with those things. You know, you're extra careful because you know you're, you're already a set apart person. You know, and the things you have, I mean, it's just like um, um, knowing that whatever it is you have, it's all from God. There's some songs you sing like that, you know, that whatever it is I have, it's, it's not mine, you know. And if it's not mine, then I definitely cannot just play around with it and just mess around with it, you know. And that is actually a significant part of our identity. We were bought with a price, you know, so we aren't ours. You know, as, as cliche as that sounds, we actually aren't out. Oh, no, but another thing, you know, sometimes that scripture, it looks like it has a party, and you say it like that, and, you know, sometimes that's like truth, okay? Mm -hmm. You can do nothing about the truth. You can do nothing against the truth or for the truth. Mm -hmm. But on a very large note, right, you know that if, if he says that we belong to him, it means mm -hmm. that the most potent force in the universe is going to protect his own. Mm -hmm. So it is even better to understand that hey, it is not as though I am now just one useless person and you know he's just going to control my life and all yeah. that he gives you a will okay but he says you belong to me mm -hmm. it is actually a love declaration yeah it's actually a love declaration to know that hey I belong not to the president of uh, of the free world you know the greatest man in the, in the world you know <laughs> And I belong to the Lord God Almighty, the one who made the heavens and earth. If you belong to Him, it means that everything is at my disposal. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's something that should excite us. Mm -hmm. really. That's something that should excite us. So, mm -hmm. just worrying mm -hmm. of temptation becomes, hey, it becomes demeaning. It becomes an insult. Come on. There's some things I will not indulge in because it is anti who I am. Mm -hmm. I know, mm -hmm. It's not very much now. I said, I don't know. Sorry, mm -hmm. I, I didn't. I'm, I'm well, I mean, that, that, that's a really interesting point. Uh, and you know how you said, I belong to God, you know. I feel like because of the way things are on earth and the experiences a lot of us have had, when we hear words like belong or we hear words that that seem to be domineering or those type of things, exactly. we immediately relate it with the bad experiences. But with God, it's very yes. different. You know, it Thank is, you very it's, much for that. <laughs> it's so, so, so different. You know, if he says you belong to me, it also means that he's ready to help you through that journey. It's not, it is not a a controlling. It's not. It's not like you our earthly experiences. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not our earthly experiences at all. You know, so God, God is not that person who told you. Um, so I feel like this is actually for someone. God is not that person who told you, oh, you belong to me, so you do whatever I see that I tell you to do. That is not God. So when he says that, it is completely different. So, so to don't feel like when, when we say this type of thing, we, we are trying to tell you, oh, God is just going to move you like a pawn and tell you do this or do that. If not, I kill you. Nah. If that was the nah. case, all of us should have died a long time ago. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But like you said, we are eternally loved. And that is, that's the type of belonging um, uh, that we have with God, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really thankful. I feel like we've touched on a good number of things. And these are things that hopefully the Holy Spirit can elaborate more on in each and every one of your hearts, you know. And things that hopefully you won't just hear now and drop, but you keep going on with them. 
And one other thing I think you mentioned that I'd like to emphasize on is this whole knowledge thing, you know, knowing the fact that you have to know. You first have to know before you can use what you know. If you don't know anything, oh, yes. then you can't you can't use it. Oh you yes. Know. If you oh, don't know yes. it, you oh, can't yes. use it. You know? Yes. You know. So really spending time to know these things and not just read over it and glance over it, you know, but stay on it, read it over and over, put it on your wall, put it on your screensaver. Read it so much so that it becomes a part of you and it becomes your, your default setting. You can respond to temptations through using these words. You can respond to to even times when you fall. You know that, no, I'm eternally loved. You know that I was bought to the price. You know that I'm a chosen generation. So you can quickly respond, you know. Yeah, so, so this I do remember you, mm-hmm. you were talking now and I'm reminded of that scripture. It's very important that we really go back to scriptures. You know, it says, let this book of the law mm-hmm. not depart from your heart. Meditate in it and night, in which you would have good success. That's mm-hmm. like a previous summary for what you just said right now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, looking at the time and then we can't go further. But then, you know, that, that's really key. That's really key. Mm-hmm. 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 And I feel like this verse kind of summarizes the verse that says, you know, they, they who know their God will be strong and then do exploits, you know. If you know him, then you can be able to withstand this thing. If you know him, then even when you fall, you can get back up again. You know, so knowing him, this whole intimacy thing we talk about, it's not just hearsay. It's not just because it wants to be a set of do's and don'ts. No, it's because it's for your own good. You know, you're knowing him sets you apart. You're knowing him helps you to be stronger, to handle a lot of these things better. Yeah. So, any last words in a few seconds? Uh Okay, um, um, I would have rather it became prayer because sometimes words are never enough. And True. The topic is really vast. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you can't you can't begin to, you know, in, in the short period that we have. Yeah. You know, so if you permit me, we'll just yeah, sure. prayer. Okay, so Heavenly Father, we thank you for for where you have taken us this um, today, and we are very grateful to you, Holy Spirit, because we know that this wisdom and these things come from you, the direction that you have given, even to our listeners, we know that you are the one who is going to take this word and plant them in our hearts, mm-hmm. you know, build on it, and just not in what we have heard, but what we are going to become, open up to us new dimensions of our reality in Christ, yeah. in the name of Jesus, Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you very, very much. So, guys, we'll see you next week on the podcast. Kiss.